and today we're exploring a concept traditionally used in business but incredibly useful for churches too. And I bet this is something you've never thought about in church before. Welcome to the Hey Church Podcast, where we dive in to strategies for church leadership, organization, and health. I'm your host, Preston, and today we're exploring a concept traditionally used in business, but incredibly useful for churches too. And I bet this is something you've never thought about in church before. What we're talking about today is service level agreements, or SLAs for short, in a ministry setting. So what exactly is a service level agreement? In the business world, an SLA is a contract between a service provider and the customer. An SLA outlines the expected level of service. It provides the duties, quality, and timeline the provider is committed to. Now, you might be wondering, how the heck does this apply in a church setting? Well, I'm glad you asked. Think of your church or ministry as the service provider, and think of your congregation as a community, as the customer. By adopting SLAs, you can set clear expectations for your ministry teams, enhance accountability, and ultimately improve the service you provide to your congregation. I know it's weird to think of what we do on a Sunday morning or throughout the week in our ministry as a service, but we literally call a Sunday service a service. We are providing the service of church, of community, of the gospel. It's not a product for purchase. However, we have a responsibility to serve. That's what ministry is. It is serving. And so SLAs is a way to help bring that accountability and trust and a standard of the level of service we're providing to our congregation. So let's talk about how to craft an SLA for your church ministries. The first step is identifying the key services your church offers. This could be anything from your youth programs to pastoral care to community outreach initiatives. Think through all the different ministries you have and list them out. And also, I highly recommend getting buy-in from your team anytime you try and make changes. This shouldn't be a top-down decision. You should get feedback on roadblocks or what a realistic timeline is for this agreement. Once you've identified these services, define clear, measurable goals for each one of them. For example, an SLA for your pastoral care team might state something like this. All prayer requests, emails will receive a response within 48 hours, or that visitation requests will be fulfilled within a week. So it's setting a standard of communication that when the congregation reaches out to you, you're going to get back to them within a reasonable amount of time, or you're going to fulfill whatever that task was, whether it's a visitation or um, if it's some other ministry that you provide that requires actually getting out there. What is the timeline from the time somebody requests it to the time it's actually fulfilled? What is that agreement? And these agreements, SLAs, don't need to be publicized to the community, though I think that's a good idea to let your congregation know, hey, we'll get back to you within 24 to 48 hours. Your congregation will know that's the standard by the standard even being there. So if your church is notorious for being bad at responding, your church already knows. That means that they know your SLA is non-existent. I've been a part of churches that have 
had people have to beg and follow up weeks and months to just get baby dedications or baptisms or learn more about um, ministry opportunities. And as a church, it is our responsibility to disciple. And as pastors, it's our responsibility to do the ministry. And so if our congregation can't get in touch with us and can't get access to what we say we provide, which is discipleship and a church community, then we're not doing a great job of taking care of them. And in that case, an SLA can be very beneficial for enhancing your accountability and setting that standard for yourself as a pastor and your pastoral team. And your church is going to pick up on that and it's going to build trust. And they're going to know that when I reach out to my pastor, they're going to get back to me within X amount of time. Now, implementing SLAs in a ministry setting comes with a host of benefits. Firstly, it clarifies expectations for both your ministry teams and your congregation. This clarity can lead to improved satisfaction and engagement from your church community. Again, it's building that trust. It's building that engagement. Secondly, it fosters a culture of accountability among your staff and volunteers. Knowing there are clear benchmarks to meet encourages everyone to stay on top of their responsibilities. We talked about this in another podcast, highly recommend checking it out, about having accountability charts that outlines what your teams and volunteers are responsible for and what they're going to be held to account for. And SLA is one of those things they'll be held account for, that if you're not responding to the congregation on time, then that's a conversation that needs to be had. Lastly, it helps in identifying areas of improvement. Regularly reviewing your SLAs and the performance against them can highlight where additional support or resources are needed. Now, when SLA breaches happen, so there's an agreement that a pastoral team is going to respond to um, prayer requests within 24, 48 hours, and you've got a monthly or quarterly review, and you keep noticing that that SLA in particular keeps breaching, you can then identify the roadblocks. Is it because the person themselves is not administrative and maybe a better person should be in that role? Or is it because the need is so great that we just can't get back to everybody? So there is that positive side of it that it identifies and highlights roadblocks or areas that your church is growing. And that's a good thing. Just because something is not working doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It might actually be a symptom of growth in that area. And that's where SLAs and reviewing SLAs can be very helpful. Adopting SLAs in church setting is not without its challenges though. Resistance to change and the perceived formalization of a spiritual service can be an obstacle. And as we've discussed, we're not making a prescription for church. We're just enhancing what we already do with a little bit of structure and organization. Again, I'll say it over and over. Everything we talk about this on podcast does not replace the actual duties of praying and doing ministry and sharing the gospel. It just helps that. It, it provides some guardrails. It gives us a direction and something to compare our standards against. Focusing on the purpose behind SLAs to better serve and minister your community can help in gaining buy-in from the rest of the team. So if people are saying, hey, we don't want to do this. This seems too uh, sterile for our church. Let them know that, hey, this is actually a part of the mission. This is going to help us achieve where your heart's at. Because it's not a bad thing to be aware of 
of the pitfalls of quick fixes and wanting to get super big just for the sake of getting super big. But just knowing the heart can be guided by these great tools. It's also crucial to communicate that SLAs are not about penalizing, but about enhancing the ministry's effectiveness. Regular training and open discussion can help your team understand and embrace this concept. As we talked about a little bit earlier, just because things SLA breaches happen, that's not necessarily because people aren't doing a bad job. It might be because they're not resourced well, and this helps highlight that, and then the church can resource them and get better and better. Incorporating service level agreements into your church's operation model can seem daunting at first, but by taking thoughtful approach and focusing on the ultimate goal of serving your community better, SLAs can become a powerful tool in your ministry toolkit. Remember, the key to successful implementation is open communication, flexibility, and is a commitment to continuous improvement. If you're looking for a way to elevate your ministry's service, consider giving SLAs a try, which I really hope you do. That wraps up today's episode on utilizing SLAs in church and ministry settings. I hope you found it insightful and are inspired to consider how this approach can benefit your ministry. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you wouldn't mind leaving us a review, that would be super helpful. By subscribing, you can get access to more tips on church leadership and organization. If you have any questions or want to share your experience, reach out to us at hey at heychurch.co or connect with us on social media. Until next time, stay blessed and keep leading with purpose.